so we know we can't do it all. And we complain and get frustrated that we want our family more involved in helping maintain our home. So we can finally make that switch and be like, okay, I'm figuring out some chores or I'm just getting my kids to step up and do more. So we say, all right, from now on, you need to clean your room. And it kind of ends there and we expect them to clean their room. And then we get upset when they don't do it or don't do it well enough for us. We have that problem because we've missed a huge step. There's a huge step between deciding how we want our kids to help in the home and actually having them carry out that task or chore. And it's something that we fully utilize in a job setting when you have to perform a new task or you get a new job. What do you expect to happen before you can do that job by yourself? There's a training time, right? That's like a standard across any industry. You have to get trained in your job. But when it comes to our home and our kids, somehow we think it's just obvious because we're doing it all the time that they should know how to do it. But is that a fair assessment? We're going to talk about it today and I'm going to give you the step-by-step of the key components you're missing and how to actually delegate well and have your kids help out and really be at a level that's acceptable to you and to everyone and have things go smoother in your home. So you're going to walk away today with the strategies of what to make sure you're doing when you assign your kids a chore or a task to be responsible for. So today's super practical, definitely one that you want to share to make mom life easier. And that's always what we're doing here. My name is Julie Redmond, and this is the Mom Made Plans podcast. We go over practical strategies to not just be productive, but to be efficient and impactful in our home. All right, here we go. In the last episode, we talked about how to get more done, how to literally do all the things on our plate as a mom. And part of that comes down to delegating and having our kids be more involved. And I talked about how we can't just do everything for them. And I think we do more for them than we realize without even thinking, like just constantly picking things up off the floor, throwing trash away. It's these little things we're just sort of subconsciously doing at this point, like half the time. And to realize just how much of that we're doing really adds up a lot of minutes in the day and a lot of overwhelm and stress. So to really get this under control and do better at delegating, I wanted to dive into that piece of things a little bit more in today's conversation to really go into how we delegate to the kids in like a step-by-step way of how to go about that process. Because I want you to think about pretty much our default is like, okay, we're looking around and we're like, all right, yes, I hear you on that. Let's do that. Let's have the kids do more. <laughs> that There's not much uh, debate <laughs> with that request. But the first initial instinct is to be like, yes, you need to clean your room. Like, go clean your room. Like, you need to put dishes away. Like, there's all these things where we're just like, yeah, you you do that. But we're not necessarily doing our full job to teach and to train, 
were just dictating tasks, which is the first step is to communicate what we want them to do. But you can't just put out that blanket statement and expect them to do everything, especially the way that you want them to do it. Because we know that's the next step of this. I asked you to clean your room and your clothes are still in a pile over here or the toys aren't in the right spot. Like we can go through and critique a million things that aren't right. We're like, did you even do anything in here? And it seems obvious to us, but we have to scale ourselves back down to a child and they don't have the lived experience we do. They don't have the rationale or logistical thinking skills that we do. And so we can't view and therefore penalize them for not meeting our expectations when we haven't at least fully taught and trained them on multiple occasions. And so let me break this down because you may be like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. I should be able to just be like, hey, take your stuff to the trash or do whatever. And some of those are pretty straightforward. But I want you to think about like in a job scenario, if you are going to work or if you've ever had to train someone, you really have to break down everything into micro steps for them to fully understand your expectations of how the job is done and how they know that they're doing the job correctly. And so we enter into a job place with the expectation that there is a training period and we have to learn the way things operate in this particular place and how they want things done. And yet in the home, it feels more like we just put out blanket tasks and expect everyone, especially kids, to just do the thing without ever having any training. Does that make sense? Like to think about it that way? It's like our expectations are so flawed that we will put all this time and energy and resources into adults to train them how to do even simple tasks. But with our kids who have very little real life experience or literal brain power to process these things, we just think they're just going to do it and do it correctly. So let's, let's come back to this concept and really think through how we do this. So we're setting everyone up for success and not just more frustration all the time. So let's go through what this looks like. You're like, yes, hand raised. You listened to the last episode and realize like, no, you cannot do all the things and you are not meant to. And part of that is to have your kids take more responsibility. So let's say you've started to decide what are some things that my kids can do. And it's not just a chore mindset, but just a responsibility in the home of what they take part in. And so let's, let's use an example to make this easier. Um, how about like dishes, training them on how to handle their dishes, even from the micro step of when they're really little, if they're not actually washing things, but they're learning when they are done to take things to the kitchen, even just that first step. So I want you, as we go through the steps of this, to kind of configure it to where it aligns with your kids' ages and what's like developmentally appropriate for that. So 
I'm just going through these as inspiration and, and mindset to look through how to do this. And you'll have to tweak accordingly depending on how old your kids are. So step one is teamwork training. That is partnering with you. It begins maybe with just watching you. So especially if you have really littles, like, okay, we're done with our cup. We're going to carry it to the kitchen sink, whether it's just the counter, whether, you know, like you may prefer one side of the sink is dirty dishes. So to make sure they know which side to put it in, do you want them to rinse it out first? Like these are literal, like breaking down all the steps of what your expectations are and what matches what they can do. So this teamwork training, whatever that may be, whether it's dishes or using the vacuum or putting away clothes, you're going to do it with them. Part of it may just be watching you, especially in the beginning. Part of it will be doing it together. And you may kind of back off a little bit depending on how quickly they're adept to that particular skill and understanding. And so you're doing it together. Like it's a joint task. They're seeing how you do it and you're watching them do it. We're just kind of working together to build this skill. And it's going to take step two is that this is going to happen multiple times. It's not a one and done, unfortunately, just like the expectations. Again, if you're in the workplace, you're not expected to be shown one time and have mastered it perfectly, right? That's not a fair expectation. So why do we have that of our kids? Please challenge those mindsets and thoughts. So we are going to show them multiple times and sometimes they're going to take more of a lead. You're just going to kind of go through this and just let them be a part of this task whenever it happens and not forcing it, but just letting it be an experience that they're learning and experimenting with. That's kind of one and two, working with them and then doing it multiple times. And then the other piece of this is communicating expectations through this. You know, I'm all about that. We can't just give a blanket like, here we go, we're going to do the dishes and we're doing it together. You need to clearly communicate, okay, our expectation for this is that whenever you finish using a plate or any dish that you're going to take it to the kitchen and you're going to put it in the sink or you are going to take off your clothes for the day and put them in the dirty clothes basket. When you are done with your shower, you're going to carry your clothes back to the laundry area, whether that's in their room, wherever the laundry basket is. Like each part of whenever they interact with that item, there's a clear expectation of what they do with it when they're done. So their toys, all the things, when this happens, you're going to communicate those expectations, but we're also going to have grace in this. We cannot expect perfection. And most importantly, hear me, come back to me. When you are communicating expectations, you have to be willing to change and tweak the expectations you have. The way you do it is not necessarily the way your child will naturally be inclined to do it or is capable of doing it. So putting clothes away, it's not going to be the perfectly folded, colored, coded method. When you step out to teach and train how to handle their clothes, you have to let go of some of those and be like, what is a realistic expectation for them? 
how how is their personality? We use self-awareness all the time. So this includes your kids. When they take on a role, they're going to have a viewpoint and a default that comes easier to them. So you may have a little bit more OCD kid, or you may have a very low bar setting kid who just like the bare minimum is okay with them. And so you have to adjust your expectations for that particular task and find out what is acceptable. Like what is not the high bar of how you would do it, but how far are you willing to deviate from that and be okay with that? So that can be very challenging on your part. So before you start a new task and a new delegation, think through and be willing, like take a breath and be like, you know what? I'm going to show them how I ideally do it. And we're going to see how that goes over time, how they do it and be willing to adjust the expectation for them as you see them interact and what they tend to do by default and, and determine like, is it okay if all their pants are just shoved in the drawer? Are you okay with that? Does it cause a problem later picking out clothes or is it really fine? And so to be willing to adjust, this is a huge piece is the expectations and what is actually realistic and practical and what your kids are capable of doing and where the line is where you're okay with that and that you're not going back and redoing it. That defeats the purpose and they feel like their way isn't good enough. So be careful with that whole thing. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we've done the teamwork training. We've showed multiple times. We've communicated our expectations and we have allowed our expectations to adjust based on our kids. And that may adjust over time. They, as they grow, you may be able to raise the bar a little bit higher. Next is the actual real like official delegating of the task. So you go through that training time, showing them, communicating expectations. Now it's like releasing that task for them of like, okay, this is from now on, I'm not picking up your cups. There may be times that I will help you out and do that, especially when you're tired or just to bless you. I may, I may do this for you sometimes, but just know communicating that expectation that this is now your responsibility. We each are responsible for our own dishes. We're each responsible for putting our clothes away or throwing our trash away. Insert whatever chore task you're thinking of delegating. When you've like officially released that to them, like communicating, okay, this is on you now. I'm going to support you. I'm still here for you if you have questions or you forget how to do it. But this is understood that we're all taking part in doing this. So you've officially delegated and released. <laughs> and then after this, and this this last piece really is a part throughout the process, but I just want to separately give it its full attention of positive affirmation on effort, not just the outcome. And this is one thing like I've learned from um, parenting experts out there of just taking in this little nugget and being like, oh, this is really important that we are giving them praise and complimenting them on their effort and not just the result. So we're not setting up that pass or fail um, only option that we're praising like, hey, I saw you worked really hard at getting those pants in the drawer. Like I noticed you were tired and you still carried your cup to the sink or maybe they didn't rinse it out or whatever, but like just 
they may not have done the job perfectly, or maybe they did. And it's not that you can't ever like praise an outcome, but to try and focus on a lot of those compliments being on their level of effort or like, wow, you did that with a smile on your face or like you're really praising character and not just achievement exclusively. And so that really builds a lot of confidence and not so much focus on I failed or not in doing something. And so it's just a good skill like for us to do as well for ourselves, but for them to just learn like, hey, you are doing just because you may not reach like perfection or whatever, which no one is, you're not reaching that highest level, like the best you've ever done. We're still praising that you're putting the energy into it and finding ways to compliment them in the journey, in the process. So that is the really micro kind of taking apart step by step. It's not necessarily linear of like, this is the order um, for all of it. There's a lot of overlap there. But again, just kind of this step of when you're ready to pass on responsibility to your kids and delegate to them, that again, it is that teamwork training. It is showing them multiple times how to do something and even multiple different ways so that they can see that there are options and they can choose what's the best fit for them um, to communicate expectations and have grace in that and be flexible in that and to officially say like, you've learned all these skills, you're ready and you like pump them up and you're like, you're ready to take ownership of this job and it's officially delegated to them. And then remembering that positive affirmation on their effort and not just the results and how well they do in their task. So those are your five things to kind of keep in mind as you start delegating things to your kids and giving them chores and whatever that looks like in your home, but just um, encouraging them and taking ownership and responsibility of their part in the family. And it's going to help you so much and they are going to build their confidence and feel really proud of themselves and just seeing that they can do things and they have an important part in your family. And it's just a ton of great skills and encouragement to them. So I hope this was helpful just to think through the proper expectation of how we just tend to just bark out orders basically and be like, do this without ever fully training. And that expectation is kind of messed up. <laughs> so we're, we're breaking the chains here, people. We're going to reset this and um, continue to encourage each other. It would be great to really get on board with your spouse, maybe another mom, like share this episode with another mom and you guys can kind of hold each other accountable and find ways of teaching and training and remind me, hold me accountable, please, to remember this. And at any age, as you want your kids to do more things, to not skip the training part of it. Think about some of those tasks and chores and get started on your training and ease up your day and give your kids a boost of that confidence and that they are an important part of your family. Okay, your intentional step for today is to pick one chore, task, whatever you want to call it, one thing that you want your kids to take more responsibility for. And you're going to go through this process of delegating and all of the training that's involved in that. 
so that you're truly setting everyone up for success.